Hi, everyone. This is Marilyn Bradford, and I would like to welcome you to my Left Turn podcast. What is your left turn? Writing a blog? Parenting in a different way? Letting go of the old because you are aware of something greater? Left turns are choices we can all make. It's about a willingness to step into the unknown in any area of your life, to trust yourself to risk creating or trying something new. It's about letting your true uniqueness shine. The greatest people who have lived, artists, statesmen, writers, explorers, musicians, have all been people willing to turn left. What capacities do you have that you have not acknowledged? What would your life and the world be like if you were willing to turn left? Welcome everyone to this episode of Left Turn. I have a lovely guest today, Monica Gilliam. And I'm very excited. She has some incredible stories and talents and abilities that I think are just amazing. Uh, Monica Gilliam is an acupuncturist, author, access consciousness certified facilitator, talk to the entities facilitator, the founder of Talk to the Plants. And that's a whole, that's amazing thing we're going to get into. Um, her deep admiration for all living things pushes her to explore ever greater ways to create change in the world. What possibilities are available for us all to thrive here with this gorgeous earth? Thank you, Monica. I just love that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to start out, you wrote a line that really kind of pinged me and it was, sometimes walking down the path that is the straightest line to where you'd like to go looks like you're making a billion left turns from the outside. Would you talk about that, please? Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So about 20 years ago, I was a contemporary dancer and I was just kind of doing a bunch of things to make ends meet. And I just had this moment of like, is this enough? Like, what would I like to leave behind after I die? And I had been going to a lot of parks in Seattle, and I was just so amazed at the, the foresight that people had had, you know, over 100 years ago to create this space that was such a gift to everyone, plants, animals, people, in that moment. And I was just so excited that that people could have a reach that could last far beyond their lives. And so when I was asking, you know, what would I like to do? I thought, I'd like to make a park. I don't know how <laughs> to do that, but I would like to make a park at some point. And it seems like a really fun project for a lifetime. So I gave myself 60 years. <laughs> I thought, okay, that, that sounds like just a fun kind of uh, through line to, to direct myself to. And if I give myself six years, I don't have to get upset if it doesn't come together tomorrow. I don't have to judge myself or put any pressure. It's, it's more of a fun thing for this lifetime for me. 
And so that, that at 20, you were like, I can give myself time. I don't have to judge. At 20, I was judging myself nonstop seven and thinking, what do I need to get done today? That's fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the judgments were in other places, but for whatever reason, I mean, I really do get that, like, when you engage with the earth, there is this kindness and space that is available just in immediately as you engage. And so I had been gardening in a bunch of people's yards and stuff like that. And it, I just had this sense of like really getting to contribute to the earth was so much larger than me that I needed to put aside any judgments of myself to actually be able to go forward. Mm -hmm. you know and so then in giving myself these 60 years I you know it's it's cool because it's like along the way I've just kind of kept on asking okay so is this going to move me in the direction of a park mm -hmm. and Along the way, I, I studied acupuncture and I got a master's degree in Chinese medicine. And it, you know, the whole time I was like, I don't actually really need to be an acupuncturist. I just want to use this information for creating a park. And I don't even know how that would come together, but I just had a sense that it would. And so I know like from the outside, I didn't tell anybody that this is why I wanted to go to school because I was going to like, you know, have some sort of debt afterwards. And I didn't want to say, yeah, I might go into like $100,000 worth of debt to create a park in 60 years, <laughs> you know? So I just kind of have along the way, I've kind of, for the most part, kept that little project quiet and then just taken the steps that kind of, I have the sense lead me toward that. And if somebody else was looking at my life from the outside, they might think, wait a minute, why are you doing this? Why are you, why are you studying acupuncture if you want to create a park? Why are you closing your acupuncture space if you have a degree in acupuncture? You know, why, why are you making these choices? But along the way, you know, for me, it really has been. I, I've I've had to keep on asking, okay, is this leading me toward that and simultaneously letting it go? Because mm. in kind of um, being fixated on what my idea of creating a park is, um, sometimes it can be limiting, you know, yes. like I might have one idea when I'm 20 Yes. And then when I'm 30, I have more information. And so I need to be willing to let go of that idea from when I'm 20 to actually include all of the other information that I have, you know? So, yeah. So that's kind of where that came from. That thing of like, when you're choosing the path that, that is the straightest line for you to gather all of the information that you desire, it may look from the outside like you're like, like you're a bumblebee like where are you going <laughs> well and I love what you said about I might have to let go of the idea because a lot of people get really stuck with that I'm going to be a doctor when I'm 20 and then 60 years later they've never questioned along the way you know and it seems like you've 
your life is about. Okay, now what else? What questions can I ask? And I think that's amazing. Well, I mean, I'm so excited about this adventure of being alive. There was um, one time, gosh, probably sometime in my 20s, where I contemplated suicide. And there was just, you know, a lot of stuff going on. And and I I had been dating somebody who was like, you're really irritating and you have all of these problems. And, and then he like left. We were traveling together. He said all these things and he left. And then I was just like in a foreign country, like, oh no, I'm just irritating. Like everything that he said about me was my worst fear come true. And so then I was like, man, I just have to be irritating until I die. It's horrible. Like, I just like, it's a fact. I've It's been confirmed. I'm horrible. So what? I'm just stuck with this. I'm just going to be horrible in t- for a whole lifetime. And then I was like, well, I mean, what do I want to do about that? I could kill myself. And I just, I really looked at it. I mean, I was pretty depressed in the moment, but I was like, it, I really considered that. And then for you know a billion of different little reasons it was like a, a song played and I was like no I like that song and I need to be alive to hear that song and you know like a little girl ran by and I was like oh she's really cute you know like just all of these kind of silly little things came and then I was like okay no I'm I'm not going to kill myself so if I'm not going to kill myself and I just have to be me then I might as well make me somebody that I like nice and if I like me, then it, it doesn't really matter if other people do, you know, like if they do, great. And if they don't, that's okay. They don't need to, you know. So it just really opened up that sense of like, wow, I'm alive. I get to create what that is. And I get to make it what is the most fun for me. And I don't have to worry about whether somebody else likes my life because they don't have to live it, you know? And so then that really, you know, it's like, I know that I had this kind of tendency toward wonder Mm -hmm. my whole life, but that just opened it up even more. That's an amazing story, Monica. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) And just not having to take as real what anybody else thinks about us or says about us or that's fabulous. Yeah. I mean, it's like kind of getting a little more pragmatic about it. It's like, okay, so this person has presented me with this idea. Yes. And what do, how am I going to respond to it? You know, like if, if I believe it, well, then what am I just stuck believing it? Or can I make changes? And if I'm going to make changes, I need to be the one who's on board with those changes, you know? So I need to kind of really put myself in the driver's seat and and back my choices, you know? Have your own back. Yeah, (laughs) truly, truly, yeah. Because I can't be looking to somebody else for like, should I wear this? Is this, you know, it's just too time consuming, really. Yeah, yeah. no, know? that doesn't work at all. That absolutely <laughs> doesn't work. That's what we're, quote, supposed to do in this reality, right. to fit in and all of that. But 
no, it doesn't work at all. Because then, like you say, you can't be you. And that's the greatest gift we all have for the world. Really? It's being us. Well, and it's the great, it, it allows us to receive the great gift that the world is. Yes. You know? It's like, if you actually are truly alive, Yes. Where you're like, wow, you know, I, I have a body and it can move and, and I get to see colors and smell smells, you know, it's like, if you get to start from where you are and engage with the world, then it's like, you get to enjoy it really. Yes. Yeah. Can you say a little more about receiving, whether it's the world or the earth or? Yeah. Um, okay. So here's another story. I um, Years ago, I was working for a woman. This is all kind of a similar time, like yes. in my early 20s and, you know, just kind of stepping out into, out of like the the path of going to school and doing those things that I was supposed to into, okay, now I'm quote unquote on my own making my way. So what is it that I would like to do? And I was working for this woman and she showed me all of this stuff about, you know, the spirits of the earth and different things that sounded really cool, but I, I, they also sounded like kind of fairy tales and and it was like fun to think about, but I, I wasn't sure. I mean, nobody else had ever really talked to me about it, you know? And so one day she said to me, um, hey, would you go outside and cut all of this ivy? And I was like, but I don't even know what it's like for the ivy. <laughs> you know, like you just told me that there's this spirit to everything, and then I'm just gonna go out and cut it. And is it does it hurt? I don't know. And so I went outside and I just was like, all right, if there's any like consciousness here that has a plan or knows what helps make things grow, can you just let me know. I have a job here. I'm supposed to cut this back. If there's anything that would like to be cut, let me know. And if there's anything that wouldn't like to be cut, let me know. I'm just going to go for it. And so then I just started kind of cutting away. And every once in a while, my hands just stopped. Mm. And I knew, like, I had asked for that. And even though it was subtle, I, like, I could have forced my hands to keep on cutting I knew that like this was part of the response that I was getting to my question so then I would just stop and look and investigate a little bit more and like each time I like I was about to cut through the watering hose and I was about to cut through another little tree that was hidden and and it was just like oh my god I asked this thing and I I'm not alone I'm not like having to figure it all out there's there is like this response to mm. my question. And that just was so exciting. And so then I just started asking everything to talk to me. You know, I didn't have to ask it out loud. So I didn't have to seem totally crazy if anybody was watching me. But I found more often than not that like I would have some sort of sense of a response from whatever, especially in the garden. That was that was something that was just very easy for me. But like even going into somebody's house, I used to help um, 
people organize their homes. I could go in there and just ask the home, you know, like what, what's possible here and what would contribute to this person? And then my eyes would be taken different places. And so I had this sense of like, if I was willing to be curious mm -hmm. and ask mm -hmm. without like an agenda as much as possible, then I, I, I was getting information. So that's part of that receiving, you know, that like my willingness to be curious, I wasn't met with silence. I was yeah. met with something and yeah. it, it didn't show up like, you know, people talking. Right, right. It was more just kind of like a, a sense to turn my head here or just an idea that came or whatever. And so that really kind of had the, the effect of like getting me to realize that there's so much richness to being alive. The, the information that's coming to you comes from everywhere to like your full body and even more than your body. And it doesn't have to just be something that comes in like people language. Uh -huh. And that has, that has a lot to do with my sense of receiving. It's mm -hmm. like being and receiving, being alive and breathing is being a part of so much more than we can even comprehend. And that so much more is contributing to us. So yeah. that kind of Lovely. like interconnectedness is something that is so delightful to me. But that's a big part of like, how can I engage with everything to enjoy being here more? That's very lovely. Uh, and you've talked a lot where I've talked with you about nature spirits and gardening and plants and I would love for you to expand on that what you've done and some of the stories for that because you have a really unique capacity talent ability and just for people to know that that exists I think is fantastic <laughs> that's so cool yeah you know I um I am just getting that more and more myself I you know the things that you do that you take for granted yes <laughs> you know and then it's not until something else uh from seemingly the outside shows you that not everybody does that, that you even notice like, oh, I thought everybody would talk to plants because I was doing it, you right. know? And then I, um, some years ago, I was given a plant by a friend um, and it was, <laughs> it looked really sad. It was obviously kind of neglected. And she said, hey, do you want this? And I was like, yes. And I took it home and I thought, oh, I'll just do all of the things that I do with this, like talk to it in all of these different ways. And then I realized, oh, maybe I'll, I'll share this with some people. So I did like a Facebook live about it. And the response was really surprising, you know, that, that other people were interested in these different ways of engaging with plants and that it just blew my mind that like, oh, this is something that actually I can share. And mm -hmm. so 
so one thing that I love to do with plants that I find really surprising, first of all, people love to have opinions about everything. Yes, they do. <laughs> points of view. Totally. And those points of view actually have an energetic impact on the world. And people may or may not realize that. And that's one thing that I notice a lot with plants. Like I can go into somebody's house and look at their plants and see what their points of view, both about themselves and about the plants are. And so I'm going to stop you. I'd like you to say a little bit more about that. I've never heard anything quite like that. <laughs> yeah, like I, um, I, there was a friend who I was visiting pretty regularly. And like every week I would go over for dinner and stuff like that. And, and one day I walked into her place and I, she didn't have a bunch of plants, but she did have some. And then one day I walked in and I saw this one plant just looked like miserable <laughs> you know for lack of better terms it was like kind of withered and just like got my attention lacked luster and I thought oh no buddy um I'll, I'll I'll contribute to you as much as I can and so I was just looking at it and then I said oh look at that plant I don't even know exactly what I said but she said oh do you want that and I was like, yeah, of course. And um, she said, yeah, I just found out that it's, you know, it's poisonous for my dog and all of that, you know? And so it was like, that's kind of one way that's maybe a bit more clear, a clear example of her points of view about that plant had changed in the past week. Uh, like, I had seen the plant before yes. and then I saw it again and it was really noticeably not doing well. Mm -hmm. And her point of view about it being poisonous and being like a bad plant was <laughs> a bad plant. You know, was actually having an impact on it, you know. Oh, wow. So I took it home and honestly, you know, some people might say, oh, well, maybe she wasn't watering it or whatever. But it wasn't that. I took it home and I noticed that the moment I took it home, it already started to be kind of perking up. And then I sat with it and I just asked the plant, the consciousness of the plant. Sometimes I ask these things and I, I don't even have any clear idea of like what I'm directing this at. I, you know, like if somebody was to say how, I don't know how, I just ask, you know? So I just said, hey plants, um, all of those points of view that were directed at you, like, would you let that go? You know, why not ask, right? Mm -hmm. And then I used the access clearing statement. And then also I just like sit with it and just, would enjoy the plant just allow the beauty of the plant to be a part of my world mm. you know just sitting there with it and admiring it I find that admiration actually is this like fertilizer for plants I love that yeah, and so it, it just like the plant just started to have a different energy, whether it's that it had a different energy to everybody else in the world, or it had a different energy to me, it doesn't really matter. I just noticed the difference. And then I kept on feeding that difference. I kept on 
saying yes more more impacting me more being beautiful thank you for being what you are you know and so that's like one example where I noticed that that person's points of view were having an impact on the plant mm -hmm. and there are other times that I go into somebody's house and I can just tell that maybe that person's depressed mm -hmm. you know and the plants just kind of give off that energy and it and it's not even super tangible in terms of like something I can put into words mm -hmm. but I've just started to acknowledge that if I notice something there's something to it yes. I don't have to decide what it is but I can just ask you know yeah. like you know, so if I go into a place and I notice that all of the plants are like wilted, you know, I can just be like, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> you know? And then maybe it's maybe the person's like, oh my gosh, I haven't had a chance to be at home, you know, or uh, I've been really struggling or whatever. So it's like, that's a way that I kind of use my own interests Mm -hmm. And I'm interested in plants and it, admiring them all the time as another way to get information, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It seems like your presence around plants changes things. I remember a story that uh, someone we both know was saying about how you all went over to this house in Texas and it began to change the plants just so would you say a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, actually, it's funny because just recently, I so a lot of my friends, because, you know, if I'm around a plant, I'm going to be talking about it. <laughs> and so the people who are around me more begin to notice plants differently than they had before they hung out with me, you know, yes. so. So I have a friend who has really started to engage with plants in a different way. And he was at my house one day and he said, wow, you know, when you came downstairs, all of the plants changed, like the energy of the plants changed. And it's so funny because I'm not around the plants when I'm not there, right. you know, so I hadn't noticed, but he and some other people have kind of shared with me like, yeah, when, when you're around, the plants are more alive. And I would say that part of that is that it's like I have been just so interested and and turning my attention toward the plants all the time that that's just something that walks around with me. Uh. And like, if you think about it, you know, with people, we can use people as an example. You know, if somebody ignores you all the time, how much do you open up around them? You know, right. but if, if somebody comes to you and and they're just interested in you and and don't have any need for you to be a certain way, you know, what does that create? And so I get that a lot of people like this surprises me, but I have to remind myself sometimes a lot of people can walk by plants and not even notice them. Yes, that's very true. I am not that. 
I a plant and I'm like, wow, wow, how, how is it like this? This is amazing. Look at those leaves. I wonder how many different creatures come and visit that, you know, like, wow, it's alive and it's doing all of this amazing stuff. So that's kind of like the background of my world to pass by each plant. I'm immediately like interested. And that interest is kind of like a wave <laughs> that extends beyond me that is like basically like hi 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 how are you you know and and that I think has a lot to do with how plants respond to me you know so immediately like as they are received they perk up you mm -hmm. know and it's it's interesting. I um I got a, a foster plant from Gary Douglas. <laughs> it was so great. It was this fern um that wasn't doing very well in his place. And he really loves ferns and just wants them to be really big and beautiful. And so he asked me if I would take care of this. And when I saw it, it was like, oh my God this plant has been left to die. It was like put outside his house by the people who take care of his plants. And it just looked like, oh, this plant is really not being appreciated, you know? So I took it home and I just, honestly, I would sit with it for hours and just look at it like it was the most interesting thing ever. Because to me, it was, I just saw so much with it. And and as I was sitting with it, I can't tell you how many times just sitting there, I had this sense of like, oh no, I'm doing this all wrong. Hmm. And and it was so strange because it was like, what am I doing wrong? Sitting, <laughs> you know, like how could I possibly be sitting and looking at a plant wrong? It was so absurd in a way that it really let me know, oh, this isn't mine. This uh -huh. point of view isn't mine. So what is it? So I'm aware of this every time I look at the fern. So this is somehow in the ferns world. So yeah. I just would clear that and just ask for that to like dissipate, you know, like, okay, cool. That's the point of view. It's not mine, you know, so let that go. And as I would just do that, the plant started to grow and grow. But there was still something that was weird. And I was like, what's going on? Like, are you sick? What, what do you need something? What is that? And then I had a friend come and visit and he said, oh yeah, you know, um, one of the people who takes care of Gary's plants had cancer. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa. And so we asked like the fern, were you trying to heal this person's cancer? And it was like, yes. And first of all, I was surprised. You know, yes. even though plants are medicine and plants are totally healing us in all of these ways, both energetically and physically and all of that. And I just asked the fern, I was like, oh, can that person receive it? And it was like, no. And I said, would, would you please let that go? You know, you don't, you don't have to try and heal that person if they can't receive it. And immediately, like the colors changed and wow. It was like my friend who was there was like, whoa, you know, so it was great. I had some outside affirmation that like actually just that created such a change. And it was like, wow, you know, the 
what an impact it creates on the rest of the world when we do not receive nurturing from the world. You yeah. know, so here was this fern that was desiring to contribute to this cancer. And, and I could see and perceive like a, a kind of chink in its energy uh -huh. from not being received. And then when that was shifted, then all of a sudden it just started to flourish. And so that's, that's one thing that I, I find, um, you know, my willingness to receive from plants as they are has an impact of kind of allowing them to like unfurl in a uh -huh. way, energetically be more than other people will allow them to be. Yes. Especially the people who don't even notice them, you know, and that has a really nurturing impact. Well, and if someone said to you, Monica, just give me some tips. I'm really new at this for my garden or my house plants, or what, what could you offer as suggestions? And yeah, I mean, first of all, uh, I would say it's like, if you're going to listen to something, then you need to be quiet enough to hear what that thing has to say to you mm -hmm. and a lot of the time people are so we've been taught to judge ourselves so much and try and do everything right that when when somebody is trying to garden they have already these expectations of themselves to do it right yes and that they I mean it's it's a loaded thing yeah. so it's like it's almost like, hey, would you be willing just to be quiet with the garden and let the garden talk to you rather than use the garden as a way to judge you? Lovely. Wonderful. Yes. Because a lot of the time, you know, it's like if people see a plant that's quote unquote not doing well based on what they're expecting of it, then they get mad at themselves. Yes. And when they get mad at them, that. Yes. Yeah. and when they get mad at themselves, they start listening more to that upset with themselves than to what's actually going on, mm -hmm. you know, and it may be that, you know, it may be that something totally unexpected is going on. If you allow yourself to ask like, hey, what's up with you and not make it all about yourself, then you get more information. So it it's like very simple and kind of a big ask at the same time for gardeners to be able to go there, whether it's just with your potted plants or outside and and first of all, just say, would you be willing to not judge you in relation to the plants and not use the plants as an excuse to judge you? Just that is world changing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to do that <laughs> in my new garden. And then from there, it's like, allowing yourself to be aware of what the garden has to say or the contribution that it is, then that's where the magic starts to open up. Yes. 
And then, you know, then you start to have more of a sense of like, oh, this plant would like to be watered or, oh, this, you know, because you, you're more available to pick up those cues, however they show up for you. Because, of course, for each person, it's, it's really going to be quite different, you know? Yes, absolutely. I think that's just wonderful suggestions. And I'm definitely going to have a different relationship with my garden this summer. Um, and I'm really looking forward to starting, I'm going to make sure I get it right, uh, talk to the plants. Are, do you have any plans for that? or? You know, <laughs> I um, I have done, I kind of started talk to the plants over the whole COVID stay inside your house period. Mm -hmm. And so I've done some stuff online. And so there are some like, you know, some little free telecalls that I've done and some other telecalls that I've done that are like in my shop. But I would really like to do something in person, you know. Oh. Yes, with the plants. Yeah, exactly. So that we can really play with that. So that's kind of still in in the making. Um, I, I have a, a pretty busy schedule. So finding a place for that, that's in the works. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just, honestly, I'm regularly surprised that people are interested in this. <laughs> Well, people are interested in plants, even if it's from a very linear, but they know somewhere, oh, that's beautiful. They just don't have the kinds of information and things you were talking about today. And I see that as a very viable, real contribution to the world and the earth. So I would like to encourage you to get that going. Yeah, yeah, I will. This is great. Thank you. <laughs> Well, then thank you so much, Monica. This has just been an inspiration, truly. I'm so glad you came on. And I already have a very different way of just I'm noticing of being with the plants in my house and looking outside. And it's wonderful. I mean, yeah, it's it's just I ever since I was a little, little girl, I was like, wow, we live on a planet with plants and not all of the planets have plants. And <laughs> that's cool. And then when you look at any one of them, you know, the way that there's such an example of nurturing and receiving that goes beyond anything that you can even comprehend, yes. you know? Yes. And and so just the more that I like walk around in this world and, and notice every like blade of grass that is coming out from the cracks in the sidewalk, it's just like there's this rugged, just nurturing that's springing up everywhere that actually is contributing to our bodies. Yes in ways that we may take for granted. And it's just such a reminder that there is so much available to, to take care of us. Yes. Um, and, and if you will allow yourself to receive it, it's like, it's free. You don't have to it pay free. You know, you can walk down the street and just recognize that, that thing that's growing over there, that tree is a host for so many, and it is taking care of me too. Wow, what a cool planet I'm on. 
What a gift to be here. Thank you. And Monica, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, what would be the best way or your website or? Yeah, so they can go to talktotheplants.com or I have Talk to the Plants on Instagram. They can send me a message there. Talk to the Plants on Facebook. That's pretty easy. Um, and I'm I'm just starting to create like a Telegram channel so that I can be popping little bits of plant information and probably too many videos of my kittens in there. <laughs> so if people go to Talk to the Plants on Instagram, they'll get more information. Thank you so much for joining this episode of Left Turn. I wonder what embracing left turns could create in your life. What magical possibilities might show up? Remember, when you choose left turns, you are joining a group of the most creative and brilliant people the world has ever known. 